This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today's episode is on a personal financial statement and what it is. Let's talk about it. First, as a business owner, you've probably heard of financial statements. You probably know what your business financial statements are. Typically, that's a balance sheet and a profit and loss statement. You got to understand the, the background of each of those and what they mean, and then we'll apply it to the personal side and why it makes sense and why you need one of those as well. A personal financial or a financial statement for business, when we're talking about a balance sheet, a balance sheet is what your business has and what it owes. There's two sides of it. It's what assets your company has, and on the other side, it's what liabilities your company has. And we're not going to get into why they need to balance and adjustments to that. It's just, you just think of it that way, just what, what assets you have and what liabilities you have. And then there's the other financial statement for businesses, which is the profit and loss statement, which is your income and your expenses for the year. As an individual, or your in the profit and loss is your it's your income expenses for any period. I, I mentioned for a year, but it's it's if it's by month, by quarter, by year. We could look at five years into the past. It's a period of time, whereas a balance sheet is a snapshot in time, as of a specific day or year end. What what does your business have, and what does it owe? So now let's apply it to the personal side and why it makes sense for you personally to have this. Even if you're not a business owner, you still have assets and you still have liabilities, typically. So let's, let's go into that. Uh, you, will, you will need one of these most of the time when you are getting a, a, uh, a commercial loan. If you're trying to get a line of credit on your house or if you're looking into getting into more investments, you will be asked for a personal financial statement. They, they really, what they're looking for, they want to know what your net worth is. On one side, they want to know what your net worth is, which is your personal financial statement, and then they want your profit and loss statement, which is your tax return, really. So as, as an individual, they're going to be looking at those two things, your personal financials and your tax returns. Uh, so on your personal financial, let's talk about what goes into your personal financial statement and what you'll typically list on it. Uh, let's say, let's let's just pick a day. Let's say December 31st of the prior year, uh, they're going to want your bank account balances as of that day. And this is all. This will be all your bank account balances. If you've got businesses or investments, normally you'll leave those off. Sometimes banks will go back and forth of when or when they don't want some of your business assets included on your personal financials. But typically you'll just leave it off. What's in your personal name or in your trust name, you'll put it on the asset side. So these are things that go on the asset side. You've got bank account balances. You've got, say, personal vehicles. Uh, you've got personal house and things even like furniture and decor and artwork, value of clothing, uh, personal items. And some of these, we're, you're really just going off of estimates with a lot of these, but include them. Put them on your the asset side of your personal financial statement, even, even going into like recreational vehicles. If you have a side-by-side or motorcycles or four-wheelers or boats, put that on there. This is your personal financials. The more we build up your personal financials, the more net worth they're going to see that you have. And typically it makes you better. Your credibility is better when they're looking to see if they want to lend to you. Okay. 
and then as far as other assets, you'll if you've got real estate, you'll put the total value, like the fair market value of the real estate. You're not looking at equity yet. This is kind of what this personal financial statement is determining. You're going to look at this, the potential sales price of all the real estate you have. You're going to look at your stocks and and if you've got muni bonds, every all of that is going on your your balance sheet side, on your asset side. And if you have if you have statements or things that can prove that asset side, banks love that. If you can say, yeah, there's five hundred thousand dollars of X asset, and you have a way to prove that in the form of a bank statement or it's a stock statement or broker statement or something, they love to see that. So you're compiling like the list of assets, but also a way to prove it. And then here's, and oh yeah, then with real estate, if you've got appraisals, they love that as well. And if you are a business owner, you've, you've got to come up with a, an estimated value of your business. So I'm a, I'm a CPA and a CVA. The CVA credential is a certified valuation analyst. So we're doing valuations a lot for business owners. You will want a valuation of your business. And a lot of times it doesn't need to be a really formal five to ten thousand dollar like formal valuation of your business a lot of times we can go off of estimates for what the value of your business is usually it's a to really break it down it's usually a multiple of your income or of your net income like a, a multiple of your net take-home income and the the value of your business definitely have it on the asset side and if you have a valuation for that value of your business if you can support it with the valuation or an appraisal you want to include that. And again, that's the fair market value, potentially what you could sell it for. So those are all the things on the asset side of your per personal financial statement. And I'm saying the asset side, because normally in these templates that the banks will send you, you they're going to have the left side is going to be your assets, the right side is going to be your liabilities. So then you go to the right side, looking at your liabilities. This is if you have personal credit card debt, that's a liability. If you have a mortgage on your home, that's a liability. If you have a mortgage on your on your real estate that you've listed on the left side, those are all liabilities. If you've got, say you've got a stock or broker account and you've taken a loan out on it, that's a liability. Put it on the right side. Um, if you've got if you've got debt with your business, normally we're leaving that off because on the left side, we just put the net value of your business. And that would usually be subtracted for, for debt and things you've got there. So we're normally not putting the debt of your business on the personal financial statement. Remember, we're just looking at the personal financial statement. And then really, after you've listed all of your personal liabilities, what are we left with? Normally, you've got, so the left side, let's say all your assets add up to $5 million. That's assets. And on the right side, all of your liabilities add up to $2 million. So now... Left side is $5 million, right side is $2 million. What's left? We have a difference of $3 million. That is your net worth. That is the equity if we're looking at a business financial statement. That is the net worth that the bank is really looking for. If you have a negative net worth, they're usually going to be a little worried about lending to you. So the, the higher your net worth number is there in that personal financial statement, the more comfortable they're going to be with, with lending to you. So that's it. Pretty, pretty simple. Just remember, assets and liabilities, just on the personal side, that's what they're looking for in a personal financial statement. But my recommendation is to have one of these updated at least once a year. Have one on record. Keep track of it. 
I've got a tracking worksheet that I send to clients. It's, it's really just an Excel spreadsheet that tracks your income. It gives the asset class if that, uh, or you have, you have your asset, and then if that specific asset has a liability with it, there's a line to track that. But just I would recommend keep up on it at a minimum once a year, update your personal financial statement. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.